Section twenty nine of the Sunny Side. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Pamela Krantz. The Sunny Side by A. A. Milne. The Patriot. This is a true story. Unless you promise to believe me, it is not much good my going on. You promise? very well years ago i bought a pianola i went into the shop to buy a gramophone record and i came out with a pianola so golden-tongued was the manager you would think that one could then retire into private life for a little but it is only the beginning there is the music stool to be purchased the library subscription the tuner's fee four visits a year if you please the cabinet for the rolls the man to oil the pedals, the... However, one gets out of the shop at last. Nor do I regret my venture. It is common talk that my pianola was the chief thing about me which attracted Celia. I must marry a man with a pianola, she said. And there was I, and here, in fact, we are. My blessings, then, on the golden tongue of the manager. Now there is something very charming in a proper modesty about one's attainments, but it is necessary that the attainment should be generally recognized first. It was admirable in Stevenson to have said, as I am sure he did, when they congratulated him on his first steam-engine, Tut-tut, it's nothing! But he could only say this so long as the others were in a position to offer the congratulations. In order to place you in that position, I must let you know how extraordinarily well I played the pianola. I brought to my interpretation of different ops an alain, a verve, a je ne sais quoi, and several other French words, which were the astonishment of all who listened to me. But chiefly I was famous for my playing of one piece, The Charge of the Uhlans, by Karl Bohm. Others may have seen Venice by moonlight, or heard the vicar's daughter recite Little Jim, but the favoured few who have been present when Bohm and I were collaborating are the ones who have really lived. Indeed, even the coldest professional critic would have spoken of it as a noteworthy rendition. The Charge of the Uhlans. If you come to see me, you had to hear it. As arranged for the pianola, it was marked to be played throughout, at a lightning pace and with the loudest pedal on. So one would play it if one wished to annoy the man in the flat below, but a true musician has, I take it, a higher aim. I disregarded the FFs and the other signposts on the way, and gave it my own interpretation. As played by me, the charge of the Uhlans became a whole battle scene. Indeed, it was necessary before I began that I should turn to my audience and describe the scene to them, in the manner, but not in the words, of a Queen's Hall program. Er, first of all you hear the cavalry galloping past, and then there's a short hymn before action, while they form up, and then comes the charge, and then there's a slow bit while they, er, pick up the wounded, and then they trot slowly back again and if you listen carefully to the last bit, you'll actually hear the horses limping. Something like that, I would say, and it might happen that an insufferable guest, who never got asked again, would object that the hymn part was unusual in real warfare. They sang it in this piece, anyhow, I would say stiffly, 
and turn my back on him and begin but the war put a stop to music as to many other things for years the pianola was not played by either of us we had other things to do and in our case curiously enough absence from the pianola did not make the heart grow fonder on the contrary we seemed to lose our taste for music and when at last we were restored to our pianola we found that we had grown out of it it's very ugly announced celia we can't help our looks i said in my grandmother's voice a bookcase would be much prettier there but not so tuneful a pianola isn't tuneful if you never play it true i said celia then became very alluring and suggested that i might find somebody who would like to be lent a delightful pianola by somebody whose delightful wife had her eye on a delightful bookcase i might i said somebody said celia who isn't supplied with music from below i found john he was quite pleased with the idea and promised to return the pianola when he got sick of it so on wednesday it went i was not sorry because in its silence it was far from beautiful and we wanted another bookcase badly but on tuesday evening its last hours with us i had to confess to a certain melancholy it is sad to part with an old and well-tried friend particularly when that friend is almost entirely responsible for your marriage i looked at the pianola and then i said to celia i must play it once again please said celia the old masterpiece i suppose i said as i got it out do you think you ought to now i don't think i want to hear a charge of the uhlans beasts i want a charge of our own men art i said grandly knows no frontiers i suppose this has been said by several people several times already but for the moment both celia and i thought it was rather clever so i placed the roll in the pianola sat down and began to play ah the dear old tune dash it all what's happened said celia breaking a silence which had become alarming i must have put it in wrong i said i wound the roll off put it in again and tried a second time pedaling vigorously dead silence hush a note another silence and then another note i pedaled through to the end about five notes sounded celia i said this is wonderful it really was wonderful for the first time in its life my pianola refused to play the charge of the uhlans it had played it a hundred times before the war but now no we had to have a farewell piece i put in a waltz and it played it perfectly then we said good-bye to our pianola feeling a reverence for it which we had never felt before you don't believe this yet you promised you would and i still assure you that it is true but i admit that the truth is sometimes hard to believe and the first six persons to whom i told the story assured me frankly that i was a liar if one is to be called a liar one may as well make an effort to deserve the name I made an effort, therefore, with the seventh person. I put in the charge of the Uhlans, I said, and it played God Save the King. Unfortunately, he was a very patriotic man, and he believed it. 
so that is how the story is now going about but you who read this know the real truth of the matter end of the patriot recording by pamela Krantz.